Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am coming to you in response to a question I had on Instagram today. And if you're not in the United States, you may not, you may, you probably know, let's be real, most people are watching this across the world, what is happening at the White House today. And, you know, I'm, I'm currently doing my own processing and practices around what is helpful from my point and my perspective to the situations that are happening right now in our country and across the world. But I had a really, um, a really amazing question on Instagram, and that was, do you have any podcasts on protecting your energy during political turmoil, or do you fully stay away from politics? And I figured if one person had this question, multiple people may have similar questions. And so I want to share with you my personal, what I find is personally helpful for me, and in doing so, I want to remind you that this is my personal practice, my personal um, way of processing, and take what resonates for you. I hope that some of the things I share with you today are helpful with everything going on and what will may you know what may continue to go on because the reality is these situations are out of our current control, and I think that's something that. I always ground myself in is that the reality is that these situations are happening and they're awful and they're terrible. And there are things that I can do and that I do do, which I'll share today on the podcast that I believe help the situations. But for the majority, most of these situations that are happening in the world are out of our control. The pandemic is out of our control. The election is mainly out of her control, right? We all have a vote, but in the, at the end of the day, what happens is out of our control. Those people storming the White House today is out of our control. And so that's the first thing I really ground myself in is like, one, I'm having an emotional response to this. And that's, that's really my first step is to sit and to process the emotions that come up for me. And today I was in the middle of the, my work day when I saw the news, um, Jamie had the news on in the background and we, you know, watched some of it and I allowed myself to go on a walk to just kind of move some of that energy through. And for me to just kind of sit with what was coming up for me and I will share with you and you don't have to have the same beliefs around what happened. You don't have to have the same like emotions, but for me, I was processing and I felt angry. Um, I felt angry because I was in Minnesota and Minneapolis when there was rooting, <laughs> rioting and looting and fires. And uh, the community I was in was largely Trump supporters. And there was no compassion to the, what the people who were doing the looting and the rioting were experiencing on an emotional level. And to me, this felt like just such a you know, a paradox of how that could happen. And, you know, I made these stories up as I was watching this today that like, 
those same people are going to be supporting this and not seeing that their belief systems, right? And really wanting people to like <laughs> experience the world the way I experience the world, which is from a very like heart centered, emotional place. And, you know, just kind of processing how I felt about the situation. That's how I felt. I was like, I feel a little bit angry. I feel disappointed. I feel sad that like, this is, you know, it's, it's, it's just what is happening makes me sad because I feel like if we all were taught how to experience the world through our heart space, how to, you know, experience our belief systems, maybe what's happening wouldn't be happening. If we could take a step back and really analyze why we operate in the world the way, the way we do. And I know all of you who are listening to this podcast, regardless of your, your political beliefs, your religious beliefs, your spiritual beliefs, whatever that may be. I know you take the time to go inward and analyze what are my beliefs? Am I hypocritical? Am I this? Right. And I just think like how beneficial what we talk about on this podcast is to society as a whole. And I, you know, it makes me sad that so many people are so and what I believe, right, and this is kind of where I, I talked myself through this and walked myself through this is how disconnected the experience of life must be or how much avoidance there must be of internal world, of our heart space, if white supremacists are still, at, you know, and they are, but like to see that and to see the blatant, like, you know, obviousness of it and to have someone die because of the, these belief systems, it just breaks my heart. And so that's number one, you guys. And I hear I am sitting processing with you a little bit right now of like, this is how I feel about it. And giving yourself the space and time to say, okay, this like, this makes me sad. This makes me angry and allowing yourself to feel it. Because when we bypass you guys, we don't allow our, our, our humanity to like be expressed essentially and there's a lot of spiritual bypassing that can happen because we all want to say high vibe and we all want to like you know experience the highest vibrations but allowing yourself to just really be in like process what emotions are coming up if you need to cry if you need to be angry if you need to like do a workout or punch a pillow like whatever your experiences of what's happening and that can be for anything you guys this isn't just political turmoil this could be something that's happening in your life that's out of your control the quarantine covid like there are so many things that are coming up right now that are just so far out of our control and we're human we have an emotional response to that and it's okay to have those emotions it's it's healthy to express and have those emotions right it's healthy to feel compassion for that woman who died today right? Those are healthy human and normal responses to catastrophic things that are occurring in the world. And so I just want you to honor the fact that you are a human being and you're going to experience the whole range of human emotions. And that doesn't mean you're low vibe. It doesn't mean that like you need to like hold this high vibration. No, it means you need, if that is coming up for you to process and then sit with it and process it and allow yourself to feel what needs to be felt. But also at the same time, and this is this can be a little tricky for people, is understanding and knowing what's yours and what's the collective. So today I was feeling really, really anxious out of the blue around 5 p.m. 
And I was sitting there, I was like, I feel really just like off all of a sudden. And there wasn't really anything that triggered it. And I started to tune in, like, I feel like I'm kind of feeling some collective stuff and I need to do an energetic clearing right now because I know how I feel about this. I've kind of sat and processed it. I've gone on my walk and like allowed myself to feel what's coming up around it. I've sent the situation love and light, which I'll, I'll teach you guys here in a minute and talk about. But I also know that some of the stuff that's happening is not my emotions to process and there are a lot of people in the world who don't have the tools to emotionally process the emotions that come up for them to be angry, to be sad, to feel. And so sometimes those emotions get pushed on to those of us who do and can process them. And it's not our responsibility to process them, but it is our responsibility to realize when we are feeling the collective energy and either send it back, send it love and light. Um, I teach some of this in Illuminate Academy. Um, I also have a free energy masterclass, which I'll talk about at the end because I think this will be really helpful for those of you who are struggling right now to pull yourself out of these, like this feeling and this funk and like the conversations that are happening and, and you're, you've kind of processed your own stuff, but you're, you're sick of, feeling everyone else's stuff. So process your emotions is number one. Number two is know your limit. What I mean by this is sometimes because these events are so big right now, they're all consuming. And what I've realized with this, and I want to, I want to express that I am no expert in this, but this is what my perception and my belief is sometimes around these big events is that they can also allow us to escape our current reality. They can also allow us to stay hyper-focused on something and it can be almost like a, a way to stay surface level or a way to escape and this can play out in multiple ways. So I was having a conversation, one of the things that's coming to my mind right now is having a conversation with a friend. Um, they, she had like quarantined for a month before Thanksgiving or no, before Christmas so she could spend time with her family. And they finally, you know, they, all of them quarantined for a month to be together and they get together and all they talk about is COVID. And she was like, I just wanted to have like a conversation that went beyond everything on the news. And I think sometimes this is what happens is that it's really uncomfortable to have honest conversations. It's really uncomfortable to sit with our own pain. It's really uncomfortable if we're used to the stress response hormones or we're used to the emotions of stress. It's uncomfortable to experience joy and pleasure. And what I mean by that is that we get addicted to stress, you guys. We get addicted to chaos. We get, we are, as human beings, we get addicted to that adrenaline rush. And it feels, it starts to feel more comfortable to sit in chaos and worry and pain and fear than it does to experience joy, pleasure, and pain. And so when I say know your limit is no one understand what amount of this information is actually serving you. And when you're using it as an escape or when it becomes addicting for you, right? Is, is your day, does your day, not feel like a normal day unless you've experienced chaos. Do you continue to find ways 
even, you know, this is obviously is not a conscious thing. You guys, we don't, we don't consciously seek out pain, but sometimes it's just so normal to feel that, that we will hold on to these emotions a little bit longer than necessary, or we'll stay in them, or we'll continue to watch and, you know, for hours and hours and hours, or have the conversations for hours and hours and hours and hours and continue to spiral rather than it being a healthy express expression or self-education, right? Because it's important to know what's going on in the world. It's important to process our emotions around it. But you have to know your limit. I have a pretty low tolerance. You guys are a pretty low limit. I can watch it. I can see what's going on. And then I need to usually process it and feel it and experience it and understand what my belief system is around it. But I don't watch a ton of it. And this is my personal because I know if I continue, it will only make me feel worse and worse and worse and worse. And I know me feeling worse doesn't really serve anyone. So is this helpful for me to watch more, to educate myself more, to know more, or is it harmful? I want you to just sit with like, does the amount that I sit in the feeling, is it helpful or harmful? I want you to witness, do I actually crave some of this chaos? And just be honest with yourself, it's okay if you are. It's a normal thing. I wanna normalize the fact that like we have all done this where we'll like, let's just use me five years ago, for example, like want to hear the latest gossip. Let's be real. That's still me. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, what's the juicy gossip? What's going on? You know what I mean? It's a human like way of connecting is to talk about gossip or negativity or all these things. So just start to witness, is this a pattern for me where I actually kind of crave the chaos? Oh shit. I was muted. <laughs> I hit the mute button. Okay. Um, so after I'm trying to remember when I muted myself, you guys, um, after I figure out what my limit is, the next question I ask myself is what's helpful to the situation. And again, your processing is going to look different if this is something that's hitting home for you or, or close to home or is a situation that directly impacts you or your belief system it may take longer to process right like when this summer when a lot of the stuff was coming up around gay rights and they were looking at you know taking away some of the laws that allowed gay marriage that hit really close to home. And that was really, really hard for me to sit with family members who were voting for something that opposed my rights. That was really difficult for me. And I, it took me a longer time to process it, right? Like that was something that hit really close to home. So if you are, if something that's happening is hitting really close to home, that what's helpful to the situation and what do I have con actually have control over and what do, can I directly impact? That question may come later, right? I don't want you to ask this question when you're still like bawling your eyes out or, and processing how you feel about it. But when you come to that place where it's like, okay, this is how I feel about it. I've limited my TV time. I know that anymore is just going to be feeding like this shitty feeling that I have. So today I'm going to walk my example for this. Um, I asked myself, like, what can I actually do? 
And there's not a lot I can actually physically do right now. There's not a lot that like I'm feeling called to do, but what I did feel called to do was send love, light, and prayers to the situation. And I may be sitting here thinking like, okay, what is I actually going to do for this situation? And <laughs> I shared this with Jamie earlier and she was like, I don't think all, all of love, the love and light in the world would have done anything for this situation. And I, I just want to reflect that if that's your initial response to this, that is your belief, right? And whatever your belief is, we will create more of. And if you truly believe that love and light and you sending your pillar of light to the situation is going to shift it, and you times that by a million people sending love and light, just think about a million people sending love and light to that situation, the energy around the situation will shift right? And so I share this with you today, not only because I think a lot of people are struggling with their own energy during this, but also because I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a call to action that when these things are occurring in the world, when there is pain on a collective level, you, there is something you can directly do right now that will impact the situation. And there is scientific research to, to back this, you guys. This isn't just me claiming that you know, your love and light, sending your intentions and prayers to a situation is going to help it. No, this is scientific. There is research studies that show that meditating, so there is two things, two, two different situations. I think I've shared this story on the podcast before, but there's, the scientists created something that like put energy out into the air to clear the smog around a city. And they tested that in one city. And then they, they thought, well, if this is just energy particles, like getting essentially obliterating the smog, you guys, I don't really know how this works. I'm not this kind of scientist, but I hope you can follow me. And, and they said, well, what if we, our energy, our thoughts could do the same thing? And they had a group of people meditate on the smog in a city and the smog was gone essentially like dissipated the same way that this this tool they used did and so we don't hear much about this stuff right because it's like well maybe it could have been a coincidence maybe it could have been a fluke but but the reality is is that we know that energy is in everything and think about if a million of us had sent energy to the capital today sent our prayer sent our love sent our sent our light Maybe a million of us did, and maybe it made that situation so, so much better, but we will never know, right? You're never going to know the impact of your energy and your intentions, but it's powerful. There was another study. Um, this was when I was working at the VA, actually, the Veterans Hospital, and some doctors were presenting on this, that there was a study, and this is wild, you guys. There was a study done, and there was a prayer essentially group they were doing a study on prayers and intentions and a group of people were given a set of patients that they were supposed to pray for every day and they didn't know how old they were they didn't know where they were they didn't know you know what sickness they had just i think they and they knew what kind of sickness they were they had but they just sent their prayers and intentions to this set of people what they didn't know is that, that those people they were praying for had been sick 20 years prior. They get, it was a randomized trial, so they didn't know 
which patients were picked or anything like this. But the groups that were prayed for had much better outcomes in their illness than the groups that had no prayers, no intentions. And this was a red, like, if you're understanding this, like the no time and space, you guys. So they were praying for people who had been sick 20 years before and were either dead or they were, you know, cured or whatever it was, but they didn't know these people were randomly picked from a, a hundred to a thousand, I don't remember how many people, they're randomly picking. The people who were prayed for had much better outcomes 20 years before this study occurred. Do you understand what I'm saying here? So it's not just your intention and your love and your light right now. You could send it back, you could send it forward, because quantum physics, if we want to go there, state that there is no time and space. And science is proving this. So I just want you to know that there are things you can do. There are things that are within your control. And when this stuff happens in the world, and it's uncomfortable, and it's painful, and it, it, it's in your, up in your energy, remember to focus on what you can do. Because just like any other situation in our own life that I would tell you, like the worrying isn't doing anything for you. The worrying is not doing anything for the situations that are occurring. So absolutely process, absolutely feel your feelings. But if you're spiraling into what if, what if, what if, and it's constantly you're thinking about it and you're waking up stressed out about it, you have to ask like, Am I addicted to the feeling? Is this helpful for the situation? Is there anything I can actually control about the situation? Is there anything I can actually do and focus on that? So the last thing I wanna to talk, to talk to you about, which was the question I had on Instagram, is there a way I protect my energy during these times? And I'm not gonna go into a whole episode on protecting your energy, I've done the energy masterclass already, which I'm, I think would be a really, really beautiful, um, tool for all of you who are experiencing maybe a little heightened anxiety, feeling like you're taking on emotions or processing the collective energy right now. I want you guys to go and get that recording. Um, they, I also take, took an excerpt from the energy masterclass. It's on my IG. It's the post. Let me get the exact date. I posted it. Um, it's an IGTV and I only have two IGTVs right now, I think, as of today. It was posted on December 30th, 2020. So it, that also that IGTV, you can go listen to it. It's just the energy clearing portion of the energy masterclass. But I would encourage you if you haven't gotten your recording of that, go to um, the show notes of this episode and I'll link the energy masterclass replay there and do the practices of clearing your energy, right? Like take your morning tomorrow and, or today or whenever you're listening to this or at night before you go to bed, like sit and process those emotions, sit what you and feel with like what you're feeling in your body. Do you feel something in your heart space? Do you feel stuff 
pain in your stomach. Like just notice how your body responds to the situations and then go and do your energy clearing after you've processed. And if you witness you're feeling something, you're like, mm, this doesn't feel like it's actually mine. And that takes practice, you guys. It's something I te teach in Illuminate Academy is a how to discern between what's yours and what's the collective or what's yours and what's spiritual warfare. Because let's be real, there's probably spiritual warfare. I can almost guarantee there's spiritual warfare on both sides of both party lines. And we have to be able to discern between what's ours and what's what's theirs but it's a practice so start to practice of does this feel like it's mine does it not and we again we talk about that in illuminate academy if you feel called to join us there is still time to get in on that um i think that is all i have for you guys i hope this is helpful i know it's just a short little episode and it's my 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 belief system what i personally do in these situations and i hope that you found it helpful. If you have any questions, I am here for you. You can find me at xo.shelbyrose on Instagram and I'm sending you guys all so much love and peace. I'm sending you all this like golden ball of light and bringing you each piece as you listen to this episode. And really just breathing into our bodies. Mm, I needed that. Okay. I love you all so much. I hope you have a good night and sleep well.